How many of you were here yesterday? So, at this conference, this year's conference, our team is gathering, retaining, caring, and multiplying. These are the four things that, by the grace of God, God is going to equip us with wisdom, understanding, revelation for us to go and practice in our churches so that we we'll begin to experience supernatural church growth. Now, look at Proverbs chapter. 24. Proverbs chapter 24. Alright. Proverbs chapter 24. Be not thou envious against evil men, neither desire to be with them. For their heart steadied distraction and their lips talk of mischief. Now this is what I want you to see, pastors. Through wisdom is an house building. So the Bible says that you build a house by wisdom. Amen. Amen. A house is built by wisdom. And the church is a house of God, Amen. which means that it requires wisdom to build the church of God. Wisdom, wisdom is knowledge that answers the question what to do. So, so the wisdom of church growth is the wisdom that answers the question what must you do for your church to grow so as we are here god is giving us different types of wisdom do you understand it that when we go and we begin to walk in them it will cause our churches to grow so one of the wisdom is how to gather people another wisdom God is giving to us is how to retain the people that God gives to us another wisdom God is giving to us is how to care for the people that God gives to us. And the last wisdom God is going to give to us at this conference is how to multiply. What, what when we put all this wisdom together, we are going to build mega churches for the Lord. But go back to the scripture. Through wisdom is an house builded 
and by understanding it is established so god is not going to give us only wisdom he's also going to give us understanding do you understand it understanding eh? um insight insight of what we must do for the church to be established amen amen because you can build something but if you don't have understanding you cannot establish it there is a problem that is called management of success now management of success talks about after you have achieved mm-hmm. how to continue so that you know what you have achieved would continue to be there and even go higher many people achieve great things only for it to crumple very quickly it's like the man in Matthew 7 that Jesus said built his house on the sand he built very quickly and had a, a house everybody was impressed with him but he lacked understanding that sand do you understand it a sandy type of foundation and uh, uh block work and all that will not last when the waves and the storms and this thing come it will not like he didn't have that understanding so his house was not established so in the ministry okay it's very important for you to have both the wisdom to build and then also the understanding that will help you to establish the works that god has given to you next and by knowledge look at it and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches now look at the scripture carefully all right and by knowledge and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled hallelujah amen how many of you want your church to be filled the chairs in your church to be filled the spaces now, look at the scripture how is it done by knowledge by knowledge you build a house by wisdom you establish the ministry by continuous understanding and God is saying that it takes knowledge mm. facts mm. information do you understand it? knowledge to fail the church to fill for all its chambers and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches 
That is why we are at this conference. We are here to receive wisdom. We are here to receive understanding. And we are here to receive knowledge to build the church. Establish the church. And for the church to be filled. Oh, wow. Amen. Amen. And may the Lord give us these things as we are here. Hallelujah. Now, so the first wisdom God is giving to us, you know, to build a mega church is how to overcome the problem of not having people to come into the church. Which is the problem that all organizations who do people or money or business, that's what, you know, they have. Now, banks, all right, would come out with lower interest rates, other, you know, incentives, to make sure that more people come to bank with them. They're just having a building and writing the name of the bank. Doesn't mean that anybody will come there. And there are so many banks. Do you understand it? So, so they do different things to make sure that of all the different banks, you leave and come and bank with them. So they have strategies to gather people into the banks. Football clubs, especially the very important ones, mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, they don't want to lose their fans. Mm -hmm. They don't want to lose their fan base. They don't want to lose their uh, profits that they get from their merchandise and the uh, sponsorship that they get from big companies. They don't want to lose it. So, anything they have to do to make sure that more people come, they do it. For example, if the players that they have are not performing, they clear them out and bring more important players more famous players, people who can play well, so that they can begin to win matches. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And then as they do that, then people will be coming to watch them more and more and more. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I personally feel that uh, someone like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, that is, the, that is the game he has played of Man United, is that I will leave. You see, he kept on saying that he wants to leave, you know, and all that. And since he has been doing those things, they've started buying players. They've bought very expensive players. He said, look, I can't be playing with this, I mean, one chainy type of player. Bring proper uh, players. I get what I'm saying. And then suddenly they've started winning. 
and then their fans are happy. It's a bit, a bit to say, Bob Bonnie, Cristiano Ronaldo. Because as you say, and Crawford, no more Bob Bonnie, and Yadi, and to my Manchester United, and maybe call one top players, and Thomas has yet to top players, and I'll be to me a buono, the good to me a Bob Bonnie, you said you're better than me, I shall go be brave. It's Thomas has here, yes, and I fear you can say, Oh, we know matches, a cramp or more bomb, home money, or when you get and so more of their fans will be going. The point I'm trying to make is that. I listen to me. The point I'm trying to make is that. You know, organizations also have things that they do to attract people into their organizations. In the same way, mm -hmm. the church of Jesus Christ must have ways, strategies, activities. Do you understand it? That must be carried out with the aim of bringing people into the church. Now look at the size of this church and the number of seats that are here. Look, that is not what makes people to come into the church. This church can be here and if you don't do things, it will just be a tourist attraction. Many churches are tourist attractions. May your church not be a tourist center. When I say a tourist center in a negative way that there's nobody there, nice building. Lift up your hands and pray, Father. Deliver my church from being that. You must sorry. Deliver my church from being an empty tourist place. Lord, in the name of Jesus, deliver the cathedral. Deliver the life cathedral, I pray. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Eh? Now, there is a church in uh, uh, Seoul, Korea. It's called the Yoido Full Gospel Central Church. Now, Asorbi wo Korea, a friend Yoido Full Gospel Central Church. It is a church that is a tourist attraction. Ne e Asorbiya amam vote me tu kwa in eko share Asorno. Pastors travel from all over the world mm. to go and see that church. Aso for tu kwa in fi wiasia fane ni na eko share sa Asorbiya obu odini. Yoido Full Gospel Central Church. And that problem is called agar barrenness. A-G-A-R. Agar barrenness. And agar barrenness, you know, is where the reproductive organ, do you understand it? Of the church is not functioning. It's the, the reproductive organs are the structures in the church, the evangelistic soul winning outreach structures in the church that ensures that people are worn on continuous basis and brought into the church. When it does not function or it does not exist in the church, 
then people don't come in as much as they should. Sometimes not at all. And that is why the church also does not grow. Amen. Amen. So yesterday we looked at how we can overcome agar barrenness. What must we do to ensure that, okay, people come into the church all the time. Sinners are warned all the time and come into the church. That is what we looked at yesterday. And we realized that we had to use, we have to use the secret of industrialization what is the secret of industrialization the secret of industrialization is creating an industry that produces souls in your church now, on a continuous automatic basis and it must be conscious consciously done it must be regularly done it must be intentionally done and it must be systematically done say ye be dane ya sori na aye ti say ejume kuo bi say ejume kuo a e die na aso ne be ye aso ne be ye ejume a e betumi di akra aba aso ne mu ne ye si ya dwen bi ne ye di nchi chaya to wa e betumi amakosia de biara ene de bi e be hie mu no enipa betumi aba onyankopon asori fie amen amen now i gave you some steps to industrialization step number 1 is that you must create a soul winning conscious church eti anamotua edikan wode mai se betun adane ye so no se edumekua ye ma se ye be ma ya so no ye di adube sipi se akra twi aduma no e ya de bi ehunia esese ye ye amen amen a soul winning conscious church is a church where the pastor is conscious of the existence of lost people who must come into the kingdom and his members have been taught to also appreciate the fact that the most important thing for the church to do is the winning of lost souls how do we create a soul minded a soul conscious church we do that number one by the pastor eh, being faithful to the message of salvation Focusing on this message, message from, the, from the pulpit as the main message of the church. 
na waye na dwen se enkwagye asem no e yasem a obeka kosia de bia na se asor no ne botai ni nyina so nyina e ye enkwagye asem and instead of focusing a lot on prosperity wealth creation promotion personal well-being and so on and so forth of his church members that this type of messages drown the central message of the bible which is the pure gospel of salvation na sa in church here ya ejina empunto ye die se wasore mafo ne be ye ye no motumi edi ye no e ye asembia enye bible no eti anase eno no nye asempa no na asempa no ene nkwadie asem no let me show you a few scriptures on how the gospel is called hebrew chapter 2 hebrew for homa etremi no how the gospel is described hallelujah are you there why therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard lest at any time we should let them slip for if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation mm. one of the descriptions of the gospel eh you understand it? the message of the gospel and of salvation is great salvation na enkwagye asempa no ye kan wa asem a ni di ba ko ni se enkwagye kesee enkwagye kesee can you give us other uh, translations enkwagye kesee all right okay how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation yes do you think we can risk neglecting this latest message this magnificent message wow sorry this magnificent salvation sign kwadie kesiesi magnificent salvation and kwadia esombona esu eya kesiesi no magnificent something that is beautiful adia wonderful adia efe na ye won won all right yes nlt Okay, cause it great salvation. Amplified. Amplified. Cause it great salvation. It's a look at the ways. It is some magnificent salvation. I just salvation. This is this is this is what the gospel is na sana sempa no etie amen amen mm? first peter chapter 1 we are reading from verse 9 petro humaya edikan etre bakon ejichemo enkron first peter chapter 1 we are reading from verse 9 are we there receiving the end of your faith even the salvation of your souls of which salvation the prophets have inquired 
and search diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Hallelujah. Amen. Eh? Amen. Do you get it? Now go back. Go back. The Bible says of which salvation the prophets have inquired. It is such an important salvation to the extent that eh, it has been the source of inquiry by the prophets of old. You're welcome. All the way from Takrade and your team. Apostle Insidu and the rest. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Eh? They said that the early bird catches what? The worm. So I'm giving you the worm. Yeah. So are you blessed that I'm giving you the worm? Yes. I told you today I'll start preaching very early. And the bishop got you and said, Oh, Bashar, see, and people thought that I was joking. A bin of his old diagro, and was just the end of no watching, no Ujinaha. Okay. First Timothy chapter one. Let's go to First Timothy chapter one. We are reading verses 11 and 12. I am showing you how the Bible describes salvation. Now, what say a quiet Bible? No, it means you don't understand. Why we must not neglect it. Said the Abbey, I will be to me at Tias in the Indian. That's all put in quantia. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 11. The Bible says, According to the glorious gospel, a summer and your yam assemble. Hello, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. Said you in your yam assemble at Tia in the shame. Glorious gospel. In your yam assemble, assemble in your yam womb. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you getting that? Mm-hmm. So, to fight agar barrenness, to fight agar barrenness, okay, you must industrialize. And the first key we learned yesterday to industrialize eh, is for the pastor to be faithful to the glorious gospel, to the great uh, salvation, to the magnificent message of salvation a pastor must be faithful to it a pastor must make it uh, his main focus and through that to create a soul winning conscious church amen it is over to me a quad a quality as a a gal a bonin as a so done was was one yet to say a juma or a juma a juma kuwa mochi akra it is over to me as a as a software no not gene echo akra chia asamo na omana gene a cp to say akra elho amen amen so are you going to do that right number two we said make salvation utter cause at every opportunity. And I explained to you that pastors have forgotten even how to do utter calls. But an utter call is the opportunity for you to invite somebody 
to receive Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Do you understand it? And so at every opportunity, I was telling you yesterday, even at funerals, weddings, baby uh, naming ceremonies, baby dedications, any opportunity that you get as a pastor, all right, you must do salvation altar calls. Now, what say I say? Baby, be over. Jina, I can't even go to Zambia. A year ago, I was frustrated. Bedim, tuumpua, microphone, crying. No, we don't form a Christo Jesus. Then another thing that we learned yesterday was that, okay, we must go away from the idea of setting up evangelism departments in our churches. I told you yesterday after this camp, after this conference, when you go, scrap it. But rather, we must involve all our members in the work of evangelism. The whole church must be trained, equipped, and raised for the work of evangelism. Because Jesus' command for us to go and make disciples was not limited to some members of the church. But to every one of us, Amen. It will try and rase. Yenchi yangu efise. Yenchi yangu efise. Ya sorwo. Yebeti ekuo bise. We aya semka ekuo. Nemo yema asori mani ninara. Ana obiyafa nuhunche asemka edumenimu. Na asemka ne eniho ema inkrofu kuobi. Anasa inkrofu kituebi. Ah omwa ya sorimu. So divide your church into departments, fellowships, ministries, cell groups. And charge all of them, all right, to regularly, systematically, consciously, eh? Do you understand it? Carry out soul winning. Eti chicha wasu chicha wasu nmu ewo eku eku mu anase group ube group group ube jicho mu ne mu ne she ubi biara eku biara se mu wasendi se mbeko abonting akoka nyangu pon asem ana akirachini ejuma namo mumre eni eda eteso umtumi eko number four we say that you must not only instruct your people to go out to go and do so with him but you must also give them targets because where there is no vision the people perish immediately you give people targets bring a soul to church every sunday if you don't give you people uh your people targets they will have nothing to encourage them nothing to fight for nothing to push them nothing to make them restless for the work of God. Na sa wotete ekuo nu ewia. Ka kyerɔ mo sɛ obia busu obia na na wotwe bia no. Mo fa akra bɛ edu ana enum. Sɛ wa mo mo sa adie ye, ɔmo ni bibibia ra, ɔmo de ɔmo ni ɛbɛto so. Bible sɛ bebi ani so adie ni ani hɔ no, ani pa no ɛyira ana ɔmo sɛn. So for for example, now in our church all our cell leaders, our cell groups have the target of at least one evangelism every week. And when they win this, when they win souls, they have a target of bringing at least one soul to church every Sunday. That's the target. Do you understand it? So it's something that the wet toys. Yes, what I say. 
cell group bia ya tibia no ya momo said na wotwe bia mo kwa semka manfa nipa amam kra no na wotwe bia mo fa enipa baako emra eti omo ye edwuma so mbenye nipa baako e de omaba asori and i showed you yesterday from january to now the thousands of converts that have come into this church the cell leaders are restless the cell pastors are restless the other groups in the church are restless because there's, there's a target do you understand so don't only say go but also give them a target so they will have something to fight for Amen. Then, the system that I shared with you yesterday, how to industrialize your church, all right, is that you must have systematic soul winning. Um, outreaches in the church and i gave you how many types of outreaches did i give to you 23 23 different out- and i told you that i didn't even give you all but 23 is okay so how many of you are going to do that 23 different outreaches when you finish that and the church has grown come and see me i'll give you more <laughs> Now what should I akwangu roma kuma ku edionumi and san ye be to me ako asemka ah ye be to me a ya ebe to me di enipa abba asor denimu it is a ukono to me di makuma ku edionumi and se kwa ye jumana asorno enipa dos woman bra na nyakano or the be pay waso. Hallelujah. Amen. Then we ended yesterday with the compelling power. How many of you went home with the compelling power? Was she to me no? All right. Which is the power of what? Anakazo. I can't hear you. Anakazo. Of Anakazo. 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 Piazo. Anadea. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That in this modern day, your nya body, cool, diplomatic, evangelistic things, they don't work. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus said, and from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. We have to be forceful and we have to be shameless. Do you understand it? To go out there and draw men into the kingdom. Now, and this is the reality of all right, and uh, I taught you the importance of an akazu. I taught you how you can practically carry out an akazu. We don't have time to go through all that. Now, today, I want to continue by uh, giving you a couple more steps that you need to do to industrialize your church. And the seventh or the eighth step is the key of organized massive prayer in your church. Now, sorry, The key of organized. Now, listen to my words. The key of organized massive 
prayer or prayers in your church or ministry. Safwa, you have to share in Bible and what thing I will yes on you. Amen. Amen. Lift up your right hand. Say a praying church is a growing church. A sorry about empire. Hey, a sorry. Say a praying church is a growing church. A sorry about empire. Hey, and say a growing church is a praying church. Hallelujah. Amen. Now listen to me. To industrialize, to create a soul winning factory. How many of you are going to create that factory? And yesterday I even told you that you should call uh, His Excellency President Nana Akufuado, Adudanko Akufuado, and tell him that the one district, one factory, okay, your church has joined it. <laughs> and you are going to be setting up branches in different places. And you're, you are going to produce souls for the kingdom of God. So if there's any help that they give for the one district, one day, they should also extend it to you. Yeah, because you also need help to buy chairs, rent uh, places, is that also? <laughs> and all that. So if there's any help, they should give. I don't know whether they give help. But if there's any help, they should also give you some of the help. Bishop Emmy very important component of industrializing your church is that you the pastor must organize you must organize your church to be a praying church at all levels. Church is not a physical organization. A church is a spiritual organization. And it requires spiritual principles and spiritual forces and spiritual methods for it to work. Unfortunately, prayer doesn't exist in many churches. And even where prayer exists, it is more of need-related prayers. Need-related prayers. Prayers for husbands. Prayers for wives. Prayers for visas, especially prayer for visas, one of the main, you know, prayers for employment, prayer for children. Now, I'm not saying that these are not good, but what I'm saying is that, okay, to build a church, to build a church, we need to go beyond this type of prayers. Amen. Amen. Are you getting that? Now, why is prayer important? Why is prayer important? Prayer is important because Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Which means that the gates of hell, do you understand it? Immediately you start to build a church. Eh? They also rise up to fight the church. The gates of hell are the principalities, the powers, the rulers of darkness, the witches, the demonic powers. 
the demonic entities just in the area, in the town, in the city, in the location where you are, immediately you decide to build the church, they rise up without your permission to fight the church. Now, when the Lord sent us here some four years ago to start this work, when we got here, two months later, the Lord gave me a wonderful vision in which he showed me the spiritual state of the land to which he has sent me. Yeah. He showed me the demonic forces, the powers, the false prophetic spirits, the uh, juju spirits, witchcraft, sorcery spirits in the land. Yeah. About two months, you know, when he brought us in to start the work. So whether you like it or not, Pastor, you must understand that that church, Satan's main aim is that it shouldn't work. His main aim is to scatter it. His main aim is to destroy it. He will break offense to your members. He will cause them to backslide. You cause your members to be immoral. I get what I'm saying. People to be angry. You cause bad weather. You give you a bad name. You bring diseases. I mean, whatever you have to do with his agents to bring down the church and not let it work, he will do it. So for who pro who pro. Now listen. Sinners are in captivity to Satan. And Satan has no intention to release them to go. Now, look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. Are you seeing the description of the gospel one more time? Glorious gospel of Christ. Who is the image of God should shine unto them. So this scripture is showing us, I mean, clearly what Satan eh, is doing with unbelievers. The Bible is saying that Satan has blinded their minds. 
He has blinded their minds so that the light of the gospel cannot shine. Amen. Amen. So that is what Satan does with sinners. So as, as you are trying to build a mega church, alright, and you are trying to gather the people into the church, Satan says, hold on a minute, it cannot work. It cannot work. It cannot work. Yeah. I don't want the people to go. So what are you going to do? It is all for the end of the year. Matthew chapter 12. We are reading from verse 29. Matthew. Or let's take it from uh, verse 28. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Or else, watch this, or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods? Except he first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his goods. So what Jesus is saying here is that, all right, Satan is the strong man. His goods are sinners. How can you just go and take them? You can't. If you want to take them, you must find, bind the strong man, Satan, and then the people will be free for you to carry them. That is what prayer does. Through prayer, one of the things that happens is that we bind the forces of darkness we bind the, the forces of darkness so that the lost people are set free to enter into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I hear you go home. The NIV says, or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man, then he can plunder his house. That is one of the reasons why you must pray. Because the people that you are trying to uh, bring in, Satan is holding them in captivity and he has no mind to release them to you. So the more you sleep and snore like you have been doing, the more you have nobody coming into your church. It is so for what Brokura would done the wound crumb said you need the biano. Hello. Did you hear what I said? Mm. Uh, 
I said, so as you are sleeping, the more you are sleeping, okay, the more you are going to prevent people from coming into your church. Hallelujah. Amen. Because many pastors are snoring. Even at this conference, you are sleeping. Don't sleep. Nobody should sleep as I'm preaching. Yeah. Yeah. The more you sleep and snore. The more, eh, prophet, the more your church, the, nobody will come. Because eh, come. You also come. Yeah, come. Stand here. Like this. This way. You also stand this way. Yes. Alright. Now come this way. Since your jacket is red, you are representing Satan today. Forget. Yesterday you were representing the pastor. Yes. Forget. I get what I'm saying. Now come. Yes. Hold him. Huh? Yeah. You want to take him, you are the pastor. But the two of them belong to him. <laughs> Hold his hand. Do you understand it? It's never going to allow you to. Happen. It's never. Pastors, listen. This is one of the reasons why people are not coming to our churches. If you don't organize massive prayers, relentless prayers, regular prayers at all levels of your church, okay, to break this chain, Break it. Break it. For him to be free. To go. Come this way. Hold him. Hold him. To break this chain and let him go. No matter how much they want to come to God, they can't come. Now, how many of you remember in Acts chapter 13 that Paul and uh, Barnabas were released by the church and they started their missionary journey? Is that also? Now, look at, thank you. Acts chapter 13, let's take it from verse uh, 4. From verse 4. So they, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed unto Seleucia. And from thence, they sailed to Cyprus. And when they were at Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had also joined to, the, to their minister. And when they had gone through the isle unto Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer. Mm. A certain sorcerer. A false prophet. A Jew whose name was Bar Jesus. 
which was with the deputy of the country, Sergius Paulus, a prudent man. Now listen to this. Who called for Barnabas and Saul and desired to hear the word of God. Now, people wanting to come to church, they are in the community. They have desire. Many of them believe that if they come to church, you know, their problems will be solved. But still, they don't come. Still, they don't come. Yeah. Why? Watch this. And desire to hear the word of God. Verse 8. But Elimas, the sorcerer, for so is his neighbor interpretation, withstood them, seeking to turn away the deputy from the faith. So there are demonic powers, entities, witches, principalities. You understand it? That have, they have developed a block. And they are saying, we are not allowing you to pass from here. Said your bad Jesus, and you are trading for way. See, I saw any penny, he said, Your own money, or money, and your master. Sadly, we were too far before any to be dear, or my acquaintance, dear, and see any papa and say, Mamma, who could see in your master, I saw one call. Normally, when a small football team is playing a bigger one, let's say, uh, Nottingham Forest is playing Man City. And they score Man City one. <laughs> and the time is about uh, 70 minutes. They defend their one goal. Mm. And the way they defend it is by forming what is called a low block. A low block. So they do a low block. You can have a high block upfield and a low block. Where out of the 10 players on the pitch, okay, nine of them are all defending. <laughs> Yes. Nine of them are all defending and block all the holes. So you, you see them, you know, players trying to pass here. It doesn't go. When you hit the ball, somebody uses the bottles to just block it. So somebody jumps. Do you understand? There are demonic powers, entities, witches in your area, your town, your city that have formed a low block and they are saying nobody is crossing to come into your church. And watch this. And you are snoring. So full. And your members are snoring. Mm. Your members have been snoring. There's no prayer. There's no fasting. Do you understand it? Prayer does not. I'm talking about prayer. When I talk about prayer, I'm not talking about. I mean, what, what you, are, you, are, you think you are doing. I'm talking about relentless, organized, massive prayer. That goes on and goes on and goes on. And one of the things it does eh, is to break the powers that are fighting you. Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. If you don't pray, the gates of hell will prevail and destroy the church that you are trying to build. 
e bo bo ku ketwa ni kese e bo na ketwa ni she go ba ko a omo nyina ko gu po ni se de e be ya obi entumi she go no sa pepepe e de wiem atumfo e ni abeyifo e wo bro no no so omo ya ko esidie esi wa sori ma for any coin it is for one sorry am empire e mu odin ni wan ko so am empire na wo ko so e de nwan kroma en prophet so mo ba wa so no nya de o metumi aba Bishop Hai, the, the vision that I had, it was frightening of this land. This land, there are things here. Yeah. 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 One time, one of my young cell pastors, I, I, I've written about that in the cell book, went to an area here, just here. You know, this is just the beginning of the church. He started raising up cells, and people started coming to church. One day when he went to the area, okay, a man confronted him. Mm. Not knowing that he was a principality of the area. Hey, wow. was a sorcerer. Yeah. He confronted him and, and told him, Don't step why are you why are you taking this boat to church? Don't step here again. Seeking to turn away the deputy from the faith. There are many powers. There are many powers. Yeah. Look. Haven't you seen that sadly in the church, people have gotten angry and they have left? Yeah. Sometimes I remember in one of the cathedrals that I pastored, there was a particular time that the spirit of immorality, mm. the spirit of immorality just entered the church. I had, I had a couple of services. The very first service was mostly very young. Uh, People, you know, it was a large church. Then, today this one is pregnant. Today this lady is pregnant. This pregnant. Yeah, a spirit of fornication and immorality entered the church. And I started a series to deal with it. And I preached for about three months. In the course of the preaching, you see manifestations. You see manifestations. Yeah. Until that power was broken. Because you see, when they get pregnant, they get discouraged. They don't want to come to church. Satan is using demons, which is the first time Archbishop Duncan Williams came here to come, to come to preach. When we finished and we're going, he said to me, he said, Bishop, you have the witches in the church. <laughs> he told me, he said, you have the witches in the church. He said, I saw them plenty. Hey! hey. What kind of embrace are no yah so for that yah sorry back one na aso no yah esum ahuruone aso esum edikano na emranti wane mabawa wumpa na obi wane se ejama bobo wum etiswa asorimu obi wane we nyem na we yesi etu washasi ekanyango pwasem na wakanyango pwasem be abusumi ansano eni mbi eshasi ededi na wakai embrace ad bishop ebe yah sorry waha na embrace wopi onene kono kachia se eh bishop wasoni abeyifu gumpa papa na mi biemi ni emami wum. 
Amen. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's so important for you to understand that there are powers, witches, wizards, juju men. Eh? Pastor Jones, it's good to see you. Who are fighting the church that we are trying to build? As I said, what TSC said, a draw before anybody, you put something you will be too for a good year. Asona, water, asona, wash us, you know. Is this all you wonder? Why is that the people don't come? Why is that people don't come? Okay, this is one of the things. This one of the reasons. This one of the reasons. This one of the reasons. Yeah. Many years ago, I had a testimony of Dr. Cho, the pastor that God used to build the largest church in the world. He said, the Lord asked him to go and preach in Japan. So one time, he went to Japan. And Japan is a very demonic country. Yeah, there's no God there. Rather, they have a lot of gods. They have millions of them. Yeah. So he said, one night, in the middle of the night, somebody appeared in the room. Yeah. Appeared in the room. He said, he felt it. You know, you can feel a spirit, is that not it? He said, he said, I felt it. The atmosphere changed. He said, I became afraid. Then, the thing, he was sleeping, the thing him on the bed mm. and held his neck, held Dr. Cho's neck, and said, I'll kill you. What are you doing here? He said, What are you doing here? I'll kill you. Who has you to come here? I'll kill you. Now, who will bore them? Who know what I'm parasol and no two cents? Who me and the corner business? I will make coon there. One that cuts us. Oh, yeah, there were her. Open your heart. Make coon. Yeah. Hey. If you are not careful, they will kill you. So for one year, you are a target. You, you the pastor, you are a target. Do you know that? You the pastor, you are a target. Your wife is a target. Your children are a target. Your pastors in the church are targets. Your leaders are targets. Anything that they will do to bring the church down. They will do it. Yeah. When the Lord brought us here and he started blessing the church. He started bringing people into the church. Then we started hearing stories in around why the church was growing. And they said, the reason why the church, I think they gave two reasons. <laughs> yeah. The first reason was the, the name Anakazu. And that Anakazu is a certain, the name of a certain God. <laughs> yes. Yes. The name of a certain God. Oh, yeah. To the extent that 
families left the church. Oh. That's how bad it was. Yeah. Bad stories. Some of the bad stories that you are hearing about your church, they are orchestrated by demons. Yeah. Then the second reason is the cross. You know, we have a <laughs> cross in the night. You have two big crosses. You know, red crosses. When you go to Korea, that is how you see a church building. Yeah. If it's a church building, there's a cross on it. And it's red. It lights red. The blood of Jesus. And our crosses, it directs people. People see it from all over. So maybe one of the names of this church is the Cross Church. And they also said that it's a cross. The cross has some powers. Nadia Tosumienu, and in some of Mukakan, I say, Wash Asoria, you are Sendia, Cassiemienu, ICC, a ha and a ha, Nana Dubiano, a Sokania, almost a Kania Cocon. They are right, is that not it? Kania Cocon, because Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Eh? For it is the power of God. So there's power in the cross. It is Asendia and the power in the cross. Asendia Cocon, Tumium. Amen. Amen. Yeah. How many of you understand what the Lord is talking to you about? So you must have massive, organized, relentless prayer at all levels. I keep on saying at all levels of the church. Because sometimes you, the pastor, you pray, but your pastors don't pray. Your leaders don't pray. And sometimes the leaders pray, but the pastor doesn't pray. When we moved the church from Kolegono, uh, Kolebu to Kolegono, and we bought the old dilapidated office cinema and we renovated it. Okay. People said we won't survive there because that place was known as the, the blood bank of witches. And many churches could not survive there. Yeah. So one of the things that you know, Bishop Doug led us to do was prayer. We formed prayer chain. Mm. There was prayer every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. We prayed and broke the power. Whatever powers that were there were broken. Okay. And the church grew. Lighthouse became lighthouse at the Kualagono Cathedral. Mm. Yeah, if you want to know where light up, that's a Kolgono Cathedral. Yeah. 
Nemra Lighthouse, Effie Kolebu, Ekodu, Kolegon, Yakoto, Ofer Cinema, na a Hoya Bola, Chesenia, Mapa, and Cosmo. In the public, I said, I saw we, and Chawaha, a Sansa, be Biomakotone, you be Bia, I be, I be for Mojan Honomokra, Nabis of Dark, Emma, Yenina Bompire, Obia Bompire, Debian Empire, Bo El Cosso, the Lighthouse, Bayer Lighthouse, Ewo Kolebu, a San Pabocasia, Bishop Dark, Emma, your boy. Hallelujah. Amen. So, how can you organize your church to pray? Number one, you yourself, the pastor, must pray. Like Jesus prayed. Hello? The spirit of prayer in the church okay, comes from the pastor. If the pastor does not pray, there will be no spirit of prayer in the church. Yeah. Meet any action chapel pastor, action chapel, even ordinary church member who has been in the church for a long time. All right. When they begin to pray, you realize that, oh, ah, yes, yes, yeah. The person comes from uh, action. I mean, when we are praying, you know, the lighters, when we are praying, are praying sure it's very diplomatic, you should have to have said that. So, you know, when they start to pray, they say, hey, Charlie, we better rise up. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand? Because the spirit of prayer eh, is on Papa. He prays and has been praying. And that spirit has entered the church. For years. So the first step in organizing prayer in your church is that you, the pastor, you must stop sleeping and wake up and be a prayerful pastor just like Jesus was. Now we share obi or call action. Now or one prayer. Why would you say mm? Where the Ufi action now in Pabo Bebon, one castle or Bonnie Libreso, Essan said, Papa, what he has saw no Ancasa, I am Pibora, it will be a soft one, no one castle, Mom Piedia, and you are sorry, Mavonoso, and Mom Pia, Essan and Pibo, and a decan. Yeah, or if the Tampia Coffee starts to pray, eh? we have been at national prayer, uh, whatever that we have all gathered. See different people leading the prayer. When he takes the mic, when he takes the mic, all of us we are alive. Hmm. Yeah, the atmosphere has changed. <laughs> I, I get what I'm saying. The spirit of prayer. Amen. Yeah. So, Pastor, you must pray. Now, Jesus was very prayerful. This is, I told you yesterday. That Jesus was a mega church pastor, and I showed you the scriptures. I showed you the, the church of Jesus Christ. So that look in the church of Jesus Christ, the people were trampling, <laughs> there was stampede. Yeah. You understand it? The people they were stepping on one another. And I told you that it's not like your church or my church. The way my church is your church is somebody you can even stretch, you can even sleep, you will not touch anybody. Yeah, and when the COVID spacing came, we were very happy. <laughs> one of the things that pastors were very happy with the COVID spacing. So we put one chair here and another here. And then when we put the table, the whole church was full. Hey. 
Nendo ma yeti asiese. Yesu aya oso oyo no oyo sofo na sorry esopa na na sorry nupo no eni put mi ba me ni binu eti eti omoso na mi no mi eno di ya sorry hono obi put ebe tu ya trainisem obi peja ni nampo enka obi obi put ebe tu ya dan nampo covid nampo ba ye ah oman penisi ya titi entemde na osofo nu we ni ya jewat ni ya de utu titi asoni mu wodi ni pa edu asa esa ope ehu ina ebom one of the secrets of Jesus's mega church ministry was that Jesus was a praying pastor. Na eni tasem ba ko e ma Jesus asori ye kese e eni se na obo mpa ye. Receive the spirit of Jesus. Ti Jesus won Receive the spirit of Jesus. Ti Jesus won hom. To pray. I would be obo mpa ye. Amen. Amen. He prayed before he started his ministry. Matthew chapter 4, Luke chapter 4. Obo mpa ye answer what she osum adwuma no. Matthew, Amen. 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 Look at it. Look at it. Eh? Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward unhungered. He prayed for 40 days and 40 nights. Huh? Before he started his ministry, and yeah. say, That is a level of investment he put into the starting of the ministry. Now, every day Jesus prayed. Mark 1:35. And in the morning, mm. rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. I'm talking about Jesus. Yes, I'm talking about Jesus. Yes, no Listen to me, Pastor. Jesus became a mega church not because he was God. Mm. Yeah. He came as a man and also depended on the spirit of power, the, the, the power of prayer and the anointing to do ministry. To do ministry. And every morning, Jesus will wake up a great while before the a pastor who wants to build a large church must wake up a great while before day and pray several hours. Mm. Several hours. Mm. Every day. Mm. Dr. Cho, the man that God used to build the largest church, he said, for 50 years, mm. for 50 years, he prayed every morning, not less than three hours. Hey. For 50 years. And at the time that he was handing over the church, Okay, they had 800,000 members. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Cho, if he wanted you to go and start your church as a branch pastor, sometimes he could give you 5,000 members <laughs> and $2 million <laughs> to yeah. start your branch. Hmm. In fact, it got to a point that the converts that were coming were so many that he now 
was dashing other churches' converts. But he said that there was a problem. When they went after some time, they realized that, look, you know, what they were getting, they were not, so they will come back. Yeah. This is the man who said for 50 years, okay, and I heard my pastor, Bishop Dark, saying that, you know, one time, either Dr. Cho himself or somebody around him told him that he would wake up and dress as if he was going to work. He would dress up in suit or whatever as if he was going to work and go to pray a great while before them. A pastor who wants to build a large church must be like Jesus. Mm. Must be like Jesus. Mm. A pastor who sleeps a lot, you can't wake up. Jesus woke up from the dead after three days. You cannot wake up to pray. Should not dream of a mega church. Mm. Should not dream of a large ministry. Mm. It will just not work. Mm. Because I showed you that the gates of hell, they are pointed to your church Ash. and they are trying to destroy your church. Yes, <laughs> Padia, men so die, I say, Ube to me, Esi, Asore Kessie, Nasa, what Dadia, Asore Kessie, men so die, I say, Ube Nibi. Hallelujah. Amen. Huh? Listen. Pastor Sahi, as of how many of you are here? Moha. You know, do you know why I'm taking my time? These are not things we should rush over. These are the reasons why the churches are not growing. Many pastors don't pray. A research was done in America among evangelical pastors and it was found that on the average the pastors were praying 15 minutes, 15 minutes a day. Now, there is a pastor in Uganda who is now a board member of Bishop Dark's Healing Jesus Crusade. He was sharing his testimony that, you know, they had a ministry for so many years. It got to a certain level until somebody gave him a message by Bishop Dark, in which Bishop Dark was saying that a pastor should pray for three hours. <laughs> he said he was shocked when he heard the figure three hours. So for be no our Uganda, or share sorry I say, or sorry no, or share sorry I say ache. Now there could be any obi emmanu, no obompayo. Now so that could be no be man Bishop Dag message. Ah, ne Bishop Dag eka say oh, it is so so for be to be bompaye don't shame me and say or tell you no. Aye, now who do you answer? One tip being put that 
Three hours. Don't shoot me and son. Soft one pie ball. He said three hours. What's it? Don't shoot me and son. I think he said even by that time he have not prayed like forty-five minutes. You know more than forty-five minutes or more before. Three hours. Forty-five minutes. Don't shoot me and son. Don't shoot me and son. Anyway, you know, he was so touched also by the teachings and the books that he decided to obey. And so he started praying for three hours and eating uh, the books. Then the church started growing. Mm. Today, his church has thousands of people. He has planted so many churches. I mean, you can find it. I'm sure it may be on YouTube or something. You can find it and listen to it. When he started praying. Now, every pastor here, I'm charging you. Yeah. I'm charging by the apostolic authority on my life. How many of you want your church to grow? Okay. Rise up and pray. Rise up and pray at least three hours every day. At least three hours every day. Yeah. Especially if you are a full-time pastor. Wake up and pray. Two o'clock to five. Three to six. One to four. And one of the secrets behind that is that you must sleep early. So a pastor who wants to pray at dawn should be old man in your attitude, attitude to when you go to sleep. You don't have to watch cantata to Midnight, 1 a.m., a pastor has no business watching movies. Do you understand it? I mean, Bruce Lee's begging, hear me, hear me. Then you are in the bed of your wife. Now also, Bonnie Bear. Yeah, yeah. A pastor has no business. A mecca, a pastor who wants to build a large church must sleep early. My pastor, Bishop Dark, he says, I sleep very early. You know, every Tuesday and Friday, he leads the whole worldwide church to pray at four o'clock. Yeah. And he says, before I come at four, eh, I have prayed several hours before I came. Now, just make the calculation. It means that you'll be praying something like about midnight to three or something before he comes. And says, I sleep very early. So put the remote down. Do you understand it? How many of you want to build a large church? I said, tell your, uh, your neighbor, the bishop said, put the remote down. Yeah. And sleep. And wake up refreshed. I get what I'm saying. And pray. And pray. Bishop, let's summarize it, please. Bishop, Man of God, do I agree with what I'm saying? Yes. Most pastors don't pray. And as I'm saying it, it worries you. That's why I'm saying it. Because you are the person. What can I tell you? I'm not talking about your leaders or your members. I'm talking about you. Mm. As the shepherd is, mm. so are the sheep. 
the spirit of the pastor is the spirit in the church yes a lion pastor releases a lion spirit in the church an immoral pastor releases the spirit of immorality you have to be careful yeah. so a prayerless pastor releases a prayerless spirit into the church a prayerful pastor correspondingly releases a prayerful spirit Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. So, starting from tomorrow, three hours. Tomorrow, when we gather here, I'll position some ashes here. When you get it, show them your card. <laughs> three hours. <laughs> show them when you prayed. Midnight to three or one to three. You know, show them. Then, If you sh- don't show them, we will not allow you to come. What's <laughs> not <laughs> I stood here yesterday to pray for to preach for many hours from the morning till to we left around 6.30 or whatever. Yeah. Do you understand it? And for the last about three months or so I've been preaching. Last week I was in London in a conference like this. Preaching. Preaching, 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 preaching. Yeah. But today, this dawn, I woke up. Mm. No, 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 no. I have to. I'm not standing here of air. I'm standing here under the ocean. Having to use the ease with which I'm preaching. There's no sweat. Yeah. Understand, understand the key of prayer. Understand it, pastors. Understand it. There is nothing more important you are doing than to pray and to study the word. And I will show you. Now, he was praying in verse 36. Look at it, verse 36. And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. All right, and when they had found him, they said unto him, "All men seek for thee." Now watch this: as Jesus was praying, his disciples were following him with issues. Mm-hmm. This is what you must understand: that in the ministry, there are issues that are following you all the time. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why pastors don't praise God, there are a lot of issues for them to sort out. Mm-hmm. But Jesus knew that there were issues. But he left all the issues to go and do the one most important thing that can help him to solve all the issues. Going to God for power, for strength, for wisdom, for instruction, for direction. There are issues. But leave the issues and go to God. By the time you finish with God, when you come, you receive direction, instruction. 
I get one from God to sort out the issues. Bon, some can say, say what the DNA Namura Yesu ekoye ekobo mpaye na ahomachino esuafo ne bebeka chere ne say Yesu enipa nyina ehwehwe wo na amura Yesu bo mpaye na asuafo ne de o how any amane di Yesu echi sofo empabo na wo bo no o how wo mo nipa de o how bedi wechi nanso nyamre ne kobo mpaye wo bo mpaye ni wi a nyankopo bemo adweni nyansa ne akwankyira wo betumi e dia solve enipa omo hawo no now listen to me dear pastor listen to me there are many issues in the ministry yeah. But being of God Amen. is the first. Or how be the war assume you mean now so ferade but for whom but ferade. Look look chapter ten from verse forty one or forty. Look chapter ten. All right, go back. Yeah, go back. Now it came to pass, Luke 10 from verse 38. Now it came to pass, as they went, that he entered into a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha received her into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet. Say, sit at Jesus' feet. Say, I'm sitting at Jesus' feet. Which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Continue. But Martha was cumbered about March 7 and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things in the ministry. Pastor, pastor, you are troubled and you are caring about many issues in the ministry. Mm. Verse 42. Eh? But one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good part. Which shall not be taken away from her. What was that good part? Mm. Sitting at the feet of Jesus. Fellowshipping with him. Talking with him. Jesus said, is the good part. The seven was good. Because when they finish the food, Jesus ate. So the baby dedication is good. The wedding is good. The funerals are good. The visitations are good. They are all good. But there's a better part. The better part is being with God. Being with God. That's, that's the words of Jesus. He said, Mary had chosen that good part. And Jesus said, and that part which he has done shall not be taken away from her. When I was meditating on this scripture, you know, uh, some time back, the Lord said, don't let anything be so important that it takes you away from my presence. There is nothing in the ministry, in your life, that is so important that it will take you away from the presence of God. As a pastor, no. 
Yesu ewura ekuro ni mu no owura ma bi efie ba ko de Mary na Mary de no otena Yesu enase na Martha de ne aduane no ano enko ano ye no be kache Yesu se Yesu adenti na wo ma minua Mary emra meboa me no ka Yesu ka che Martha se Martha Martha wo twi aduane no aho sofo sofo wo twi o ha wo tete wo ho emre bi wo ho ay se se wutumi etena Yesu nase na wutie no esom adwuma no o ha wo ne amane bebere wo nanso emre bi wo ho a se se wutumi ebo ho mbode se obetena nyakopon nase wetie no ay fro no a yellow a year, now so a winning a pass over Yamre, what not when Yankopon Nassi, not what Casa Achel. Amen. Amen. You know, my pastor Bishop Dark has a book, How to Pray. And one of the statements they say that if you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. Mm. Mm. If you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. And many pastors, listen to, to this, God is speaking to you. The reason why you are not praying enough is because you are too busy with the ministry. So the ministry itself can make you so busy. Mm. Ministry has the capacity, eh, the ability to make you very, very, very busy. That's the nature of ministry. But you must understand the revelation that all the things are important. But Jesus said that the best part the best part is to be with God. And that, you should not allow anybody to take it away from you. Mm. Huh. Yeah, Papa Bishop, that ever homa, what to need a cry of a so bompire. Never could not say, so would Nimra, what about bompire, and yourself a wood Nimre, now a smudgemano, who bet me to wash him, I am Yama Bebri, and on chess as animal win you. Never says, oh, to me, and I'm ran over trassy, no wood to me a bompire, a cheradini. Amen. Amen. Are you here? Yes. Those of you here, are you here? Yes. Hey, it's good to see you. Are you here? Moha. Or you are sleeping? Yes. Any pastor who is sleeping as I'm talking about this thing. <laughs> Honestly. So for. Honestly. Eh? Honestly, your calling is under great, 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 great suspicion. That as I'm talking about this, you are actually sleeping. Hey. So for power, Bishop A preach saying now and your friend friend. Wow. Listen. When we preach at programs and they say move of the spirit. You are sweating. The oil is flowing. I mean, when you wave your hand like this, people are just flying all over. And we finish. What do we do? We sit down over our chairs, cross our legs. They will be receiving. Then the people will come. Oh, in fact, pastor, in fact, today, they, in fact, it was powerful. And you say, oh, yeah, yeah. Glory to God. Jesus. Jesus. He ministered for a long time. Look at Matthew chapter 14. We are reading from verse 23. Matthew chapter 14. We are reading from verse 23. All right. Huh? From verse 23. And when he has sent the multitudes away. Remember, he preached and fed the 5,000. Eh? And when he has sent the multitudes away, 
he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. After a powerful revival, healing miracle service, what did Jesus do? He went back to pray. He went back to the source of power. Yes. You and I, I mean, when we finish, I mean, Charlie, bring Coca-Cola, I mean, bring some eggs. We call for a chair. We sit down. I get what I'm saying. Eh? We're expecting envelopes with offerings, you know, and all that. How many of you realize that we are not like Jesus? <laughs> we are not like Jesus. That is why our churches don't resemble his church. Mm. Mm. Na Yesu eka asem ni wiye na oman ni pakuo ni ekoye no wo san ko bi pon so ekoko bom paye na okobom paye no obom paye ademuni nyina me no mi edu de ye ko ne ko kan yakopon asem ne ye tena ye wiye ne ye tena ase a na ye ye didi ne ye ye tina yaso no enti se Yesu asem that is why our churches do resemble it in yaso enti se Yesu asem no i showed you Jesus church yesterday that's why enti se Yesu asem look Chapter 5. We are reading from verse 14. Look. And he charged him to tell no man, but go and show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Verse 15. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Verse 16. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. He withdrew himself. A pastor must have the habit of withdrawing to be with the Lord. So for the answer, when you subscribe, you say, "We're going to finish the morning." No, we're going to come on Paye. No, we're going to come Hello, pastors, are we here? I saw for you. We are all pastors here. Yeah, in a year, I saw for. A pastor must withdraw. You must have a habit of withdrawing. Yeah. And you see Jesus doing this all the time. Yes, you see him doing all the time. And praying for long hours. Luke chapter 6 and verse 12. Luke chapter 6 and verse 12. Hmm? And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray. Please take note that we are talking about Jesus. Yeah, Jesus wants a move. Now this is Jesus. Where is Don't forget. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. Where the Son of God. God made man. When he came here, alright. He also depended on the power of prayer. He depended on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He depended on the wisdom of God. The guidance of God. In John chapter 5, when he healed the, um, the, 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 the man who was at the pool of Bethesda, pool of Bethesda. Bethesda. And, and, and they asked him, why did he do that? He said, he, he said, he said, my father worked 
and I also went. And he said, the son can of his own do nothing except that which he sees the father doing. So I saw my father healing this man. That's why I, 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 I healed him. Amen. Amen. So when, go back, go back to Luke chapter 6 verse 12. Luke 6 12. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. A pastor desirous of building a mega church, a large ministry, must have the habit of Praying alone in the night for hours. All night prayer meeting must not be limited to prayer in the church. Mm. And prayer of the church members. Mm. A pastor, a church worker, a church leader mm. himself must have the habit that Jesus had. Mm. To pray throughout the night. Throughout the night. Also for a person we see a sorry case and was sorry any no as we supaya ubet me a bompire and machibia said ye yesu as sorry ye echo bompire and machibiano as out me as yesubani be sometimes six thirty in the morning is now that I'm getting ready to sleep. I told me an opan with Siane for affianza or babeda. Sometimes I can be there for eighteen hours. Hey. We trade at the eighteen hours, sixteen hours, twelve hours, sixteen hours, twelve hours, or trade at the enemy. Wow, are you here? How many of you are here? You're more in your look chapter twenty two and verse thirty nine. Look chapter twenty two and verse thirty nine. And he came out and went. I want you to look at the next few ways. As he was wound to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. Continue. And when he was at, that, at the place, he said unto them, Pray that he enter not into temptation. But go back. Go back. Go back. And he came out and went as he was wound. Give me another translation. Give me another translation. Jesus went as, as usual to the Mount of Olives. As usual. Say as usual. Say as usual. Give me another one. Living there, he went as he so often did to Mount Olives. Said you no talk Mount Olive or be ponoso. Uh huh. Next one. And he came out and went, as was his habit, to the Mount of Olives. A pastor who wants God to use him to mm. build a large church must have a place mm. that you habitually go. Usually go. Often go. As is your habit, go mm. to be with God. So far, our person we see as our case here, our person we have found as our case here. And so, what we need to be our talk or need to be our co, need to be our talk. So, every pastor, you must have 
steady. Baby, 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 from time to time you leave your house and go to nye bebia eya wo 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 ta efi ufie na okoseho na okobo mpa e twen urade yinim maybe your room is not big enough of your family you have been steady find something else create something else mm. create something else wo dani mu nso enti wo do abusua for enti twetwe bebi foforo bebi obi tun akoseho wo a obi a won wo tun definitely have a place that you resort to often, habitually, usually, mm. to go to be of God. And the the bia pe bia eya otako ne de bia utumi eyo su eno obanza otako eko chenga dienim. Amen. Amen. Listen, even just before he died, he prayed three hours. And so be unupono obompaye don shere miensa. Yesu mero be unobompaye don shere miensa. Just before he went on the cross, he prayed three hours. And before his last breath, he prayed and said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. From beginning of his ministry to the end, Jesus has been praying. And not only that, Bishop Jude, but since he went to heaven, up until this morning, the Bible says that he ever lived to make intercession for us. Amen. Amen. Look at me. Eh? Listen. I hear you go home. Oh, ha, na, sir. How many of you are here? Why no more? Is God speaking to you? When you're in the morning, sir. Eh? Yeah. Oh, yes. Jesus. Yesu. Praying all the time. So if you want to build a large church and overcome the problem of people not coming through industrialization. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm talking to you about how you can industrialize your church. You have to industrialize your church through a mountain creating an atmosphere of prayer in your church and your ministry at every level. So be to me, I'm a wasona ye asoria. Omo chi akra debi ano. Ete se utumi ed 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 paibo esiwo na ubi bi a wasona mo omo bon paye. Ubi a bon paye. Starts with you, the pastor. Ne shasi e e wo wosu se osofu wosu ne shasi e. If you want the Lord to use you to build a large church, you must pay the price of prayer. Oh, o person ya me fa osusi asori kesiya. Ete em paibo aketi ano. Ete uchiya. Prayer is work. You know, Bishop, sometimes I can be there for a long time and I become so exhausted and I ask myself, I say, you are worried. Why worry yourself? 
nothing worries her. But that is the price. Oh. That is the price. Mm. If you want the Lord to use you. Jesus said, the servant is not greater than the master. Mm. What Jesus did, you have to do the same. I told people, I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you, Point to me any mega church pastor that you know. I'll point to you a man of secret prayers. We see My pastor Bishop Dag is a man of prayer. Bishop Dag, I am software no. Yeah. I decided to pray for seven hours the first time I heard that when he said that he prayed for seven hours as a student at Achimota. Yeah. I said, wow. Hey. I said, hey. His prayer life has inspired me. Yes. Sit down. Eh? Today, by the grace of God, he's starting another huge crusade in Madagascar. 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 Recently, when he was in Cameroon, he would stand on the stage and say, if we are a witch and we are here, come to the front now. He no, said, if we are a witch, you know you are a witch. Now, if we are a witch, who wants to expose themselves that they are a witch? Now, why not? You, so you see them. Like yeah. It's not by mind. It's not by mind. It's by the spirit of God. Yeah. God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth of the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. God is not with many pastors. Many pastors are not anointed. Prophet, many pastors are not anointed. And let, and let me tell you something. Title is not equal to anointing. Title is not equal to anointing. There are bishops with 23 members in a classroom and they are pastors. Not even pastor, doctor. Ordinary pastor. I get what I'm saying. With huge churches. Yeah, we are from who bishop and some members here, 25 or classroom. And you won't go for bishop, you're from a software. So deceiving yourself. Yeah. You think to be important in the ministry is to give yourself a title. So we go to me. Jesus said. If I do not do the works of my father, believe me not. But if I do, it is not by the title. It's by the works. And the works come by the grace, by the, by the gift, by the callings, by the anointings that God places on your life. Now, a new man who any 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 
wo nyankopon dia mo eno so na nyuma no efa so eba enya abodi na wo dia to wo so no yeah prayer makes you a man of anointing na empa bo e ma wutumi eye onipa to me any wasra wo so if you want to be anointed why na person nya wasra prayer makes you a man of anointing empa bo ma wutumi ye onipa e wasra e wo so yeah yeah the spirit of god on you increases increases his power on you increases as you spend more and more and more and more time of god when you come home any to me eba was e was no e koso wo brekura wo twen ewrade enim wo twen wo te ni nasa na wo twen no na ngosra no e koso many pastors are not carrying the presence of god there is a difference between the anointing and his presence the anointing is his power the presence is him himself. Yeah. Reverend Jones, give me my your your phone. Yes. Your phone. <laughs> Reverend Jones has given me his phone. Reverend Jones or in the phone, I'm a bishop. Come. Yeah. Or the I can give it to him. That's a gift. But you even become more powerful. If the person through whom he got a gift is with him. Because he is now with him. You can give him an iPad. You can give him a pen. You can give him so many things. The presence activates the anointing. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For because because God was with him and God will be with you the more you are with him. Draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh unto him. Which means that you go away from me, I'll also go away from you. So, there are passes who the distance between them and God is very short. And there are passes who the distance between them and God is very far. Now, so these two are friends. Stand here. Thank God for me. We are down for four. One, two, three. They are mutual friends. We are down for four. Me and say we almost tell. They are friends. We are down for four. Ministry friends. Esumo. We are down for. Sorry, mo. The flow. Omo kabom. Any ministry together. Omo yeah. Esumo edumani bo. Talk about ministry. Challenges of ministry. They discuss their marital lives together. Everything. They are friends. They know themselves. They smell themselves. They know each other's problems and difficulties. Now, 
there are some people who use the same perfume. Do you understand it? Yes, one. How many of you know people like that? Oh, we spray no. They, 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 they smell the same. I know people like that. Yes. When they finish it, they buy the same thing. So that, that scent is associated with them. It is some pampa and debi obeti om ube hu umbi ano pampa ni do which. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. Mwana moteni ochire na. I am not like that. When I finish bathing, I ask my wife what is there. Anything from tunale to anything. Tunale. Just bring it. Shh. Ojali we pay. Obisa ni re se adi na obi pia obi ano. What about any more room? No, we see room. But there are some people they are very particular. Hey, grofobi wa wa muspray do mu fe ni agro. So let's say that this one is that type of person. Papa, we no pear spray, be sas spray, no no one what they use. So both of them, they know how he smells. It's omumbi enunim. Said the home pamper. I know it. Omumbi ni spray no. Said the scent in it here. I watch this. This one goes to be with him. From morning till afternoon. Or evening, chatting, talking about ministry, whatever. Then after their conversation, all right, he leaves to go. And then meets their mutual friend. Meets their mutual friend. Their mutual friend will ask him where you with him i feel i feel you went to be with him i feel you went to be with him why is he saying that because what he normally smells on him he's smelling on him why is he smelling on him? After he has been with him for a long time, what is on him? It's now on him. When you spend a lot of time with God, all the time, what is on God? The power of God, the presence of God, the spirit of God, as you spend time over and over, not one day, not two days, not three weeks, not six months. I'm talking about a long-standing relationship ah, eventually what is on God called the presence the glory So you don't carry the presence of God because you don't have time for God. Yeah. You know when the church started growing, the early apostolic church, the apostles realized that look, they had to serve table, distribute people were crying on them and they said, no, 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 no. As chapter six, look at it. This is a problem. How many of you want your church to grow? As your church grows, be careful. This is a problem that will come up. 
And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a memory of the Grecians against the Hebrews, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then, the twelve, give me, I think, message Bible. Message Bible, and only mudahopa. So the twelve called a meeting to the disciples. Of the disciples, they said, "It wouldn't be right." For us to abandon our responsibilities <laughs> for preaching and teaching the word of God to help with the care of the poor. It wouldn't be right. And NIV. 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 It will not be right for us to neglect. Hey. The ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Another one. It is not appropriate for us to neglect teaching the word of God in order to give tables and manage the distribution of God. Amen. You have NLT. NLT. They said, we apostles should spend our time mm. teaching the word of God, not running a food program. program. Verse 3. Verse 3. Verse 3. And so, brothers, select seven men who are well respected and are full of the spirit and wisdom. We will give them this responsibility. Verse 4. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the word. Chere chere. Obo sabi kasi ya share adidi adi yonyam. Omo pe enipa and song no mo fa weisha monza no mo di and pipe any assembly chere chere and no mo di omo mre ebema omo chere di ani di. Ben Roxen, I understand anything. Now listen to this. Many pastors are running food programs. I suffer be brave. Omo somu chere di ani. No, food programs. You understand it? Yeah. Food programs. Mm. That is why you have neglected prayer and the word of God. Yeah. You are too busy. And you are too too much. What is the word? Is it ubiquitous? What is ubiquitous? The baby uh, Sister Kate, you are the uh, English teacher. English, madam. Eh? Please sit down, sit down. Listen. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. So for page when you share bishop. Look at me. Write this down. A pastor must not be seen too much. And say say or so for your tell who will be bia. Say say tell who be bri. So for and say say tell who will be bri. Okay. A pastor. So for must not be seen too much. And say say be brave. Why? Because a pastor is a man of God. A doctor is seen all the time in the hospital. Now that's where the patients are. Serious footballers, apart from the general training. They train on their own. So when you Tiger Woods. the greatest 
go forever. You used to spend hours practicing pattern. Thousand balls in the morning, thousand balls in the evening. Golf ball no, and opa and pim do and pim and pim back home and you middle so and pim back home. People who do well focus on what they are called to do. Now, almost yard, they are born one day, no, almost young crop, almost shedding yard, yes, almost no, almost shed no year, did you hear that? People who do well, they focus on what they are called to do. Almost yen, yeah, from sir, almost yen, no, we only need a dasso, no more yen. They said our focus must be prayer and the word. You might say, I am Bible and the assembly. Many pastors have no time for their main focus the word and prayer. No, I saw from the baby, any money, Emma or Fredo, it's man, a young and Bible and the assembly. No, oh, my name is Adia. You be good to us, found everywhere. Ah, rough or kind be bia so for be bia wo ho so be kutos be kutos no when you are a football striker and we have bought you of a lot of money and your work is to score goals stay around there 18 team who are who striker who a team who are don't try to be ubiquitous make you are at the Back defense midfield, oh, but midfield. You are at the wing. Wings, so what's you are moving here. Oh, no, there be no. A pastor must be like Jesus. Software. That's how we have to say yes. I'm shown in the prayer life of Jesus. What say yes? He was always with God. The piano. So a pastor must always be with God. It's your software. The how we change Now, let me give you. Some of the food programs that take us away from being with God. How many of you want me to give it to you? The, the normal church activities. Normal things that are related to church. No, all of you should help me so that we name them. I can, I can think about naming ceremony. Weddings. What a funeral. A year. Yes. Engagement, Bishop. Engagement. Engagement. Dedication. Adoring. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry. Houses. Dedication of houses, offices, businesses. Yeah. Anniversary. Anniversary. Birthday party. Eh? Graduation ceremony. Graduation ceremony. Pray for me. Counseling. Rehearsals. Now, now listen. All these are good because they are all part of the ministry work. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> Don't make yourself jack of all trades. Reza cannot go on until you have come. Hey, said to me because Naming ceremony, you have to be here. No, 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 you have to wait for you. Man man of God. Of God. I mean, the program is starting at eight. It's now nine thirty. About nine thirty. Man of God has not. Everything. 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 No. That's not how to do the ministry. That is why you must have helpers. 
That's why my, my, my pastors here, they do weddings, they do dedications, adoring. I'm not there. Go and officiate funerals. I'm not there. I should not be the only person mm. who should do important things. Mm. That is a sign of an insecure leader. Mm. A secured leader, you allow your helpers also to do mighty things. Now, you want to feed I mean, the man of God. That is what Reverend Apostle Dr. Moses was doing in Exodus chapter 18. Reverend Dr. Apostle Moses. When, when Jeffrey, uh, Jethro, Jethro visited him, he was sitting alone from morning till evening. Ministering to the people. And Jethro told him that the thing that thou doest is not good. Eh? Exodus 18, 17. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, The thing that thou doest is not good. Give me the NIV. Moses' father-in-law replied, What you are doing is not good. Next verse. Next verse. You are going to wear yourself out and the people too. This job is too heavy a burden for you to handle all by yourself. So a pastor who wants to build a large church must raise up a lot of leaders to help him and commit a lot of the work to them. So that you concentrate on the key things. There are many things that your assistants cannot do. Those are the things that you do. Mm. Yeah. And then you focus on your principal core duty, which is spending time with God mm. to talk to Him, mm. for Him to talk to you. Okay. Do you understand it? And then study His word. And for you to hear the voice of God speak to you so that you know what to do in the church. Mm. That one, nobody can do that for you. Mm. Amen. Amen. So for our person, we see as our case no. And so what it can do for be brilliant. Me to me, I hear and you may be. And you may be what I've been to me. Yeah, mom. I just say one case away. And me, you may be. So we can't when you mean you know what catch low. Yes, that's how you are so no. And they open over to me. I have been to me. Yeah, mom. Now go back to our chapter six. So when they said that, as my former three in Siano. Okay. Yes. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the word. Continue. Everyone liked this idea and they chose the following. Stephen, Stephen. a man full of faith and the Holy Ghost. Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, Nicholas of Antioch, an earlier convert to the Jewish faith. What was the effect? These seven were presented to the apostles who prayed for them
believers increase in Jerusalem. How many of you want the number of disciples to increase in your church? Give yourself to prayer and to the study of the word. Wow. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So Jesus prayed, build a mega church. Yes, the apostles prayed, build a mega church. It's our turn. It is our turn. Yeah. You will never smell of a large ministry if you don't want to spend time of God. You will never smell You don't want to spend time of God. You never smell it. Stand to your feet. So we are going to pray. 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 For the spirit of prayer of Jesus Christ, I want you to realize that's important. Thing. Is it important? Yeah. Yeah. To be able to pray, see, like Jesus, say yes. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. And begin to pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up the right and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let there be a release and impartation of the spirit of prayer of Jesus upon my life. Clap your hands and pray. Mada kote de kose kata, ah makada kose kata, hey da kote kosa kadaba. Somebody, an anointing to pray is coming upon you right now, in the name of Jesus. The spirit of grace and supplication is coming upon somebody right now. I want you to clap your hands. I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray. Hey makada bade kose ka, made kote kata la di kanale, leambada kote bada kataya, hamakata, hamakani mo de kose kata. For men ought always to pray and not to faint. It is too early to faint in this prayer. It is too early to faint. I want you to open your mouth, clap your hands, and pray in the name of Jesus. Somebody, beginning from today, you pray for three hours, you pray for five hours, you pray for seven hours, you pray for twelve hours, you pray for fifteen hours, you pray for twenty-four hours. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Makade badala, braka deko sekalade, lampa kataya deko shika. Lampa 
Ampa kandema dakata adaka debala alada kadaba badaka dekala I see you rising up a great while before day going to a secret place to be with the Lord right now in the name of Jesus me mama amanama emade kodebala daba de kosaka amada dada emakata da kodibada kata madeka de koseka deba lampa kadeba amanda la dada kodebada ayada kadebalika mokode maseka de from today your name is changing your name is changing your name is changing you are becoming a man of prayer you are becoming a woman of prayer you are becoming a man of prayer a woman of prayer in the name of jesus makada badeba breka de kosekada makade mande katale ah ye mama mama le makama na kataya la makataya de koshika le ampaka ni mode kote de kose le ampaka da kaya amakato de koshika ni makatale le amani mode kotele le aba ada ode 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 la makama kama la makama talada le aba baba baba e makone makota ya daba le badi koshe kataya e makata ya daba madi kata di kose kala daba mada kade kada made kado kata kaje kado kose kada made kadi kola daba amakada kote kala la made kote kose kada the spirit of grace and supplication is coming upon you right now in the name of jesus the spirit of intercession is coming upon you right now in the name of jesus made ya kale aba bada dada dada kotaya amaka ne modo kotede koseka la bada kataya da kosi le amama momana kata la makodeko abaka di kataya amada kata la di akalada ba ayado kodeko taya eh manda kadaba ayade kodako ladaba eh manda kotedo koseka la manda ka amakone makotaya amada kadaba abade kotaya daba eh imama mane kosekata amade kolede baladaba la baba e makadaba deba madakadaba bade kalaraba e madakadaba madakadaba madikataya e makade kosekataya e manima kanima amakana makataya le makede kosekataya ayada kadaba e madakoseka i say you pray for 3 hours i say you pray for 5 hours i see pray for 7 hours i see pray for 9 hours for 12 hours for 15 hours for 17 hours receive that invitation in the name of jesus makede malede makole malede malede abada kose amada kataya de kose emade katadi kosa kataya eh mama 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 eh makana mane manama makane makataya daba ya bado kosheka apakane makataya daba le amana mana kataya daba Libodo kodibala daba apaka namaka eh makane mokataya amaka de kosha kadaba bedo kosheka daba makada bade 
are moving. You are moving from one level of prayer to another level of prayer. You are moving from a life of prayerlessness to become a man of prayer. Open your mouth and pray. Clap your hands 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 and pray. The spirit of grace and intercession is coming upon you in the name of Jesus. Don't stop praying, don't stop praying, don't stop praying because you are about to break through. You are about to break through right now in the name of Jesus. The spirit of intercession is coming upon you right now in the name of Jesus. From today, you are a man of prayer. From today, you are a woman of prayer in the name of Jesus. You have received the grace to pray for long hours in the name of Jesus. Mama, 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 The help of God is coming to you to be a man of prayer. The help of God is coming to you to become a woman of prayer in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands. 
The spirit of intercession is coming upon you right now. In the name of Jesus, the spirit of grace and supplication is coming upon you right now. In the name of Jesus, why would you clap your hands? Why would you open your mouth and cry to the Lord and cry to the Lord for a transformation in your prayer life? Why would you cry to the Lord right now for a transformation in your prayer life? For a transformation in your prayer life in the name of Jesus.
they are over in your life in the name of Jesus. The days of prayerlessness are over in your life right now in the name of Jesus. You have risen up a great while before day. You have come to a mountain top to be with the Lord, to pray in the name of Jesus. You have had an all night on your own because of the impartation of prayer that has come upon you right now. Why would you clap your hands? Why would you open your mouth? Father, thank you for the spirit of prayer, the spirit of intercession. Thank you for the spirit that draws us to your presence, Lord. Thank you for the spirit of Jesus. We love you. We bless you. We are grateful unto you for drawing us to your presence. Draw us, Lord. Draw us, Lord. Draw us deeper. And deeper. And deeper. And deeper. Lift up your hands. Let there be an impartation of that spirit upon our lives, O God. In the name of Jesus. Let there be an impartation of that spirit upon our lives. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. And let the people of God say Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. And you may be seated. Hallelujah.